You're listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 328. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Hey, 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 you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome podcast episode with me and your host from the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. And today I want to chat to you about books. You know why? I absolutely love reading amazing books. But also as a business consultant, I believe it's part of my role to always be reading, always learning so that I can continue to enhance my skill set and help the women and business owners that I support continue to grow. On top of reading, because I love it and I love books, I'm constantly getting asked, what am I reading? What books do I recommend? And so today I want to share with you my top kind of three book recommendations for 2023. There's actually, I say kind of, because there's so many that I could give you, but I've narrowed it down to my top three. The first thing though that I want to say is, Whenever I get asked what book should I be reading, I'm always happy to give a recommendation, but there's something really powerful by going into a bookstore, walking up and down the aisles, and just seeing what calls you, what you need right now. It could be a business book. It could be a personal development book. It could be a comment book. Lean into more of what you need versus what others are doing, right? So though I give you these recommendations, test it. See what happens the next time you go to a bookstore and just choose something off the shelf and see how it serves you for what you need right now. All right, let's get into my three book recommendations from 2023. My first book that I'd love to recommend is 10x is easier than 2x. This book is by two gentlemen, two authors, Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And I would absolutely say this. This book should be mandatory reading for anyone in business. I heard about this book years ago when I first started, like, and I kept hearing it, kept hearing it, kept hearing it. But it wasn't until this year that I finally grabbed myself a copy. And what I can say is that I've reread this book three times. What I loved about 10x is easier than 2x is that it reminded me that daring to dream big can be more motivating and achievable than aiming for small improvements. Let me kind of unpack that. What the authors talk about is that, in fact, achieving 10x growth is exponentially easier than striving for 2x growth. But in order for you to get there, they dive into the notion that if you want to 10x your business, 10x your life, 10x your growth, whatever that looks like for you, you're going to have to get rid of 80% of what you already know and do. And you're only going to keep the 20% that's already going on in your life. 
But on the other hand, if you want to just keep at 2xing your business in your life, you're going to keep 80% of what's already going on in your life and only change 20%. So when this book really opened up my eyes in regards to what am I going to have to let go of? What 80% is no longer serving me in order to have exponential growth? I've had to look at team. I've had to look at my programs. I've had to look at pricing. I've had to look at friendships. I've had to look at other relationships. I've had to look at even things like food. I'll give you an example. I now ask myself all the time when I'm making a decision, is this 10xing my life and business or is this a 2x decision? And so I love donuts. And I was at the grocery store recently. And if I put six donuts in my basket, I'm going to eat all six freaking donuts, right? And I was like, is this a 10x move? Is this helping my life? You know, is this helping my health? Because I've been going through gut health issues and things like that. Uh, But I also don't want to deprive myself. And I was like, it is not a 10x move for my health to put these six donuts in there. But it is a 10x move to still choose one donut and bring that into my house. So whenever I'm making big decisions like hiring team now, uh, what healers that I need to work with, what new programs am I going to be bringing out? I ask myself, is this a 10x move or a 2x move? Because more often than not, we are just getting shiny object syndrome and it actually is not a 10x move. So if you're really starting to get stuck with in this kind of say like, yes, you're growing little bit by little bit, but if you're wanting exponential growth, I encourage you to run and not walk to buy the book 10X is easier than 2X. Pretty much everyone in my masterminds have read this book and they've all come back going, Ange, this is freaking game changer. And they too are doing the same thing. Is this a 10X move or is this a 2X move? Once you understand this concept, which is actually so simple, even though it's quite counterintuitive, Things will change both in business and life. Now, the second book that I absolutely adored this year was The Surrender Experiment, uh, sorry, The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. Now, funnily enough, I read this book years ago and I was at a peer mastermind day that I was running and someone had recommended this book and I was like, oh yeah. I go, I buy it, the book arrives and I'm like, oh my goodness, Angela, you read this book years ago. But I was so happy that I reread the book, The Surrender Experiment, this year. This particular book is a memoir written by, obviously, Michael A. Singer. And in this book, what he really does is he recounts his personal journey of surrendering to life's flows and allowing events to unfold without resistance. It was such a gentle but needed reminder about where am I holding on to control? And I thought I'm pretty good with going with ease and flow, but this book allowed me to get really curious. This book allowed me to really reflect on where I'm still at, where I'm still not allowing things just to flow and to surrender. What Michael does is he demonstrates it so beautifully. He surrenders to absolutely everything. He surrenders to his job. He surrenders to his relationship. He surrenders to um, moving pieces when he's trying to buy additional land and fund money. Everything is just such this beautiful ebb and flow. And it might sound really simple and I might not be selling it really well. But what I can say is ask yourself, how much control do you have in your life from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed? Attention, women in business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. 
Join me for an exclusive three-day women in business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business Conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 12 speakers have already been announced, with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Manny from Sound Healing Australia, who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. Do you control, do you mean dinner, lunch, breakfast, laundry, dishes, phone calls, relationships, dinner dates, whatever? Or do you just go, man, I'm just going to surrender and see what happens? Now, it doesn't mean that Michael didn't take action. Of course, he took multiple actions in this book, but he truly surrendered to whatever was coming next. He's like, there's nothing that I can do but surrender and kind of lead with love. And so for me, kind of key takeaways from this particular book was the importance of just embracing change right? And just understand that change is going to come and just to let go of that control and trust in the natural course of events. I also love the personal growth, right? And understanding how significant personal growth can lead to such beautiful transformation. I also was reminded in this book about the importance of adaptability, right? Uh, Leaning into and learning to surrender can be such a valuable skill, but yet often we don't do mean have this skill. That uh, was also a great part of this book was about inner peace. And like I said already about letting go of that, con- that need to control every aspect of life and to be able to discover like a greater sense of inner peace and just contentment uh, and just being able to be calmer and have a more like centered existence. I also love for this particular book, like the practical wisdom that he gives, like, it isn't just like this philosophical exploration that he really talks about, but it's just like this innate wisdom that he gives with such grace and with ease uh, and just by being in the present moment. So that was a a great reminder. And I just loved, again, that reminder of just trusting yourself, trusting that everything that life is giving to us is there for a particular reason and to lean into it instead of, you mean, fearing it or and lean into it instead of like um, pushing it further and further down and not addressing it. So if you again are looking at how you can just start to surrender and live a calmer, more peaceful life, go with the flow and with ease, I strongly encourage you to read The Surrender Experiment by Ma- uh, Michael A. Singer. And the third book that I absolutely loved this year was The Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. Now, Jay Shetty is this amazing human um, who was a monk at one stage, and now he's like this motivational speaker, personal growth expert, podcaster, not to mention a nice little bit of eye candy when you see Jay. But the eight rules of love, I actually started reading when I started dating my partner, Grant, at the beginning of the year. And 
I just, what can I say? I loved it. It allowed me to reflect on my own childhood. It allowed me to reflect about my relationships with my past partners. It allowed me to reflect on inner things that I needed to work on and that I could bring to the relationship. It allowed me to really examine and also look at how when I get into arguments with my partners, what do I do? Do I, do I have an argument driven by ego or am I showing up with solutions? It allowed me to explore my communication style. Um, and that book has really helped Grant and I in multiple ways. Uh, but it's also allowed me to help how I lead better, do you know what I mean, with my clients, et cetera. So the eight rules of love. Another key takeaway that I talked that they talked about in the book was like, what are you doing as connection pieces with your partners, for example? And are you like, it's okay to watch TV. It's okay to watch a movie, but is that all you're doing all the time? And he talks about like the scale of like low, low vibrational activities and high vibrational activities. And he encourages us because we're constantly changing as human beings to go and do new things with our partners, go and travel to new places. Even if it's just an hour away, go and experiment with new food, go to different restaurants, go and uh, like do salsa dancing, go and do these things that push you outside of your comfort zone for you as an individual, but also to bring you together as a partner versus just sitting on the couch over and over and over again at a low vibration over time, just watching Netflix all the time. Um, What was another key takeaway from that particular book? Uh, Yeah, the way we argue, the way that we're connecting with each other. Oh, another great thing that they talked about in that book was the importance of the number one person in your life is yourself. And where are you putting yourself and your needs first? So he, he talks about like this rule, like you should be having couples time, but you should also be having you time. So my partner loves to go motorbike riding. He loves to go to the gym. He loves to go and do all these things. And I love to go to Pilates and I love to travel and I love to do my own thing too. And they said that that allowing us to do our own thing also fuels the connection that we have with our partners. Because when we fill up our cup, we're then able to give so much more to our partners. But yet so many people have it reversed. They're putting their partners and their kids first versus them and they've got nothing left to give. And then there's resentment. So if you're really looking at a great way that you can start um, building on your partnership, building on your relationship to yourself, but building on your relationship to your partner, seriously, I believe that eight rules of love should be mandatory reading for anyone in a partnership or anyone about to get in a partnership. I know I'll be encouraging my own kids, even though they might not comprehend it, but as they get older to read that book, because the wisdom that he brings is absolutely amazing and, and really refreshing in this day and age. So that, my friend, is the three major books that I have read this year that have left me with the most impact, the most food for thought, and the most books that I've been talking about inside of my paid programs. So again, just to recap, 10x is easier than 2x. Uh, My second book that I adored was The Surrender Experiment. And the third book was The Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. Again, I encourage you to think about what do you need right now? Maybe it's a business book. Maybe it's a comic book. Maybe it's a magazine. Lean into what you need. You already know what you need, but yet we're often looking for answers from so many others when really you already have the answers with you. Go to the bookshop, see what draws to your attention and just lean into it, my friend. And lastly, reading. It's such a powerful thing, but yet most people are on their phones four, five, six, seven, eight hours a day. And there's something magical about getting lost in a book. 
pushing yourself, exploring, learning, enhancing. So no matter what you do, I encourage you to pick up a book, whatever that book looks like for you. Have a beautiful day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again for another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.